SBS Radio. This bulletin, Labour says it will focus on indigenous rights and reconciliation if it wins government later this year. The opposition still ahead in the latest federal political poll, but the government is narrowing the gap. And Ukraine says it has evidence of Russian war crimes. Labour says it will renew its focus on indigenous rights and reconciliation if it wins government this year as its unofficial election campaign continues. Speaking at a Labour rally in Brisbane yesterday, Treasury spokesman Jim Chalmers and Labour leader Anthony Albanese both made a specific commitment. Can I begin by acknowledging the traditional owners of the land on which we meet, pay my respect to Elders past, present and emerging and recommit on behalf of this great party to the implementation of the Uluru Statement from the Heart in full. The Uluru Statement from the Heart is a document written after the 2017 National Constitutional Convention. Among other things, it seeks to establish a First Nations voice to Parliament enshrined in the Constitution and a Makarata Commission for the purpose of treaty-making and truth-telling. Australia's largest indigenous gathering, Gamma Festival, is back on in the Northern Territory after it was cancelled for two years in a row due to the pandemic. The event is a celebration of the cultural, artistic and ceremonial traditions of the Yolnu people and usually attracts around 2,500 visitors. This year's festival will be held from the 29th of July to the 1st of August at Gulkala, a significant ceremonial site on the Gulf Peninsula in northeast Arnhem Land. Canadian First Nations leaders have expressed their gratitude to Pope Francis for his apology to them for the injustice they experienced at the hands of the Catholic education system. Dozens of members of Canada's Métis, Inuit and First Nations communities travelled to Rome to hear the address from the Pope who said he plans to go to Canada in July to deliver the apology in person to other survivors. More than 150,000 Indigenous Canadian children were forced to attend state-funded Christian schools from the 19th century until the 1970s in an effort to isolate them from the influence of their homes and culture. President of the Inuit Tapirit Kanatami Nathan Obed says the purple apology is a step on the path toward justice and reconciliation. Behind the lies, behind the lack of justice, this Pope, Pope Francis, decided to go right through it and decided to speak words that First Nations, Inuit and Métis have been longing to hear for decades. The latest major federal political opinion poll has the opposition still in front, but the government closing the gap. In the news poll of around 1,500 people conducted for the Australian newspaper, the Labour Party has fallen 3 percentage points to 38%. The coalition has improved 1 percentage point to 36%. In the two-party preferred polling, Labour still leads the coalition. However, Scott Morrison is ahead of Labour leader Anthony Albanese for preferred Prime Minister. The federal election is expected to be called this week and must be held by May 21st at the latest. Federal opposition leader Anthony Albanese has dubbed the government heartless on the issue of aged care. 
Mr. Albanese says if he's elected, his government will stop rots in home care administration and management fees. He says he'll make aged care providers produce a monthly report to show people where their money is being spent. Mr. Albanese is touring Queensland where the Labour Party did poorly in the last federal election. Mr. Albanese says the government's stance on aged care is especially bad, considering evidence heard by the Royal Commission into the sector. While more than 30% of Australians eligible to have their third COVID-19 shot are yet to, the elderly and vulnerable will begin receiving a second booster ahead of a predicted winter infection surge from today. The groups will include those 65 or older, Indigenous Australians, aged at least 50, disability care residents and the immunocompromised. An estimated 4.7 million people will be eligible to get the fourth dose but it's expected less than 200,000 will be able at the start of the rollout. People can have a second booster shot four months after receiving their first. A parliamentary hearing was told on Friday eligibility numbers will be relatively small initially with the bulk of people more likely able to book vaccination appointments through May and June. The New South Wales Health Services Union says no progress is being made on a new deal between health workers and the New South Wales government. Healthcare workers will strike on Thursday, April 7, for four hours at major metropolitan hospitals and two hours at regional hospitals. Under New South Wales wages cap, public sector pay increases cannot exceed 2.5%. But the union says this won't suffice with inflation currently at 3.5%. The Secretary of the Health Services Union in New South Wales is Gerard Hayes. He's told Sky News there are two areas the state government has particularly focused on. Well, it's absolute nonsense. There's no discussions going on. We've got correspondence after correspondence to say, you know, in the future we can't deal with awards that still talk about incinerator allowances. Uh, also, we can't deal with, uh, effectively two years ago, cleaners getting $149 for a year increase before tax. So the government's got to address those two issues very clearly. The Royal Commission into Veteran Suicide will launch its latest series of hearings in Canberra today, just a short distance from the Australian War Memorial. The inquiry, which will sit in the national capital for a fortnight, has already been presented with shocking evidence about the treatment of past and present Defence Force personnel. The inquiry last sat in mid-March. Ukraine is demanding new sanctions on Russia from major Western powers. The mayor of the town of Bucha, 37 kilometers from the Ukrainian capital Kiev, says there has been a massacre of 300 of its residents by Russian forces. There's been condemnation from across Europe in the wake of the report. The Russian government denies the allegations, but Ukrainian Foreign Minister Dmitry Kuleba says the international war crimes investigators should visit the area to collect evidence. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky says Russia's actions now are a result of Western powers being too soft in Russia on Russia in recent years. He singled out former German Chancellor Angela Merkel and French President Nicolas Sarkozy. I invite Mrs. Merkel and Mr. Sarkozy to visit Bucha and see what their policy of concessions towards Russia has led to in 14 years. See with your own eyes the tortured Ukrainians and Ukrainian women.
Prime Minister Viktor Orban has claimed a victory in Hungarian elections. With 75% of votes counted, Mr. Orban's Fidesz party has won 54.5% of the vote, while the opposition coalition known as United for Hungary has won 34%. Mr. Orban, who has been condemned by the European Union for alleged corruption and democratic backsliding, has used his victory speech to attack the EU, joking that his victory is so big it can be seen from the moon and from Brussels. Protesters have defied a curfew to demonstrate against the government of Sri Lanka on the streets of the nation's capital Colombo. President Gotabaya Rajapaksa declared a state of emergency last week amidst growing unrest. The nation is battling inflation, shortages of essential, essential goods and rolling power cuts. Critics of the government say the crisis has been caused by the economic management by successive governments. One protester, university student Anjali Waduragala, says people from many different walks of life are coming together to demand the ousting of the government. This government, we do not want them anymore. They have had years and years to show us that they could do change, but there was nothing. The situation has just gotten worse by the day. So today, the groups that came here, it wasn't a planned sort of thing. Everyone just joined on the way, leaving aside their differences, their class, their ethnicities, their religions, everything. They came together because we really need a change. We are stripped off of our basic rights, our right to fuel, our right to uh, energy. We don't have power for almost 16 hours a day now. And back home, displaying the Nazi swastika in public could soon be a crime in New South Wales. New South Wales Attorney General Mark Speakman says the government is committed to introducing a bill to criminalise such displays. A parliamentary inquiry in February unanimously recommended the ban and the state opposition says it will support it. Labour Party MP Walt Secord says there is a surge in far-right activity both in Australia and overseas. And in sport, Chris Scott used Joe Selwood's AFL milestone to rally his Geelong players and inspire their final quarter fight back in the narrow AFL win over Collingwood. In his 227th game as Cuts skipper on Saturday night, Selwood overtook Carlton legend Stephen Canaan as the longest-serving captain in league history. The 33-year-old champion was influential with 22 disposals and 5 clearances but was jeered by Magpies fans throughout the MCG contest. Geelong conceded 9 goals in the third quarter and tried by 30 points at the final change before kicking 7 unanswered majors in the last term to win 16.8-104-13.13-91. Mr. Scott raised Selwood's record in his three-quarter time address as he urged his players to lift themselves off the canvas. And having a look at the weather around the country, Broma sunny day 36, Perth cloudy 27, Adelaide sunny day ahead 24, Melbourne cloudy 21, Hobart a shower 221, Albury Wodonga mostly cloudy 21, Canberra partly cloudy 21, Wollongong mostly sunny 24, Sydney sunny day 27, Newcastle sunny as well 26, Brisbane possible morning shower top of 29, Townsville partly cloudy 31, Keynes possible shower 32, Early spring, early springs, sunny, 32. Darwin, partly cloudy day, 33. And the Torres Strait Islands, a partly cloudy day as well, with a top of 30 degrees. And that is NITV Radio News.
Want to hear more stories like this? Listen on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from.